Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're here as we will be concluding our very special two-part interview with Joel Williams, host of The Last Christian Podcast, as we discuss the exact moment, the very single second, that the rapture will take place. Oh, yes, amen. Joel has it pinned down. Don't believe me? Well, just listen up. In fact, if you missed any, and I mean any, of the prior episode, please go back and catch up, and you'll hear the exact answer to that question as well. Now today, Joel continues to share with us about the day and time in which we live, the importance of listening to and following the lead of the Holy Spirit, and how to prepare for what is facing this world today. Right now, let's jump back into the conclusion of our interview with Joel Williams. Well, you know, you just you just hit on something that you know is near and dear, dear to my heart because uh, uh, you know, I, like I said, I always always considered myself to be a Christian. I would have told anybody that I was, yeah. uh, but at that moment when I accepted Christ in in Jim's office that night, now. I've got to go in, you know, he said, well, you know, you're going to need to come up on, on Sunday morning, you know, and you're going to need to uh, to make that statement of faith in front of the church. And I said, I don't know if I can do that, Jim. Yeah. The, all the, I've, I've told these people, you know, the whole time I've been in this church, I'm a Christian. Yeah. You know, how, what is the church going to think of me? I mean, you know, they'll, they'll probably, you know, I'm, I'm going to lose uh, so many friendships. People are going to, you know. Uh, it's it's this isn't good this is not good you know and uh he said you'll be fine it'll be fine don't worry about it well i mean uh he that next that following sunday morning he said well you ready yeah i said well no (laughs) not really (laughs) you know i'm still i'm still concerned he said you'll be fine you'll be fine don't worry and and i made that i made that walk down there and you know thinking that i've got you know people's eyes just tearing me apart or whatever, right? And when I uh, made the profession of faith there, and, and or Jim announced it to, to the church, there was uh, raucous applause. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know well, that's it, what it, happened here in Copper's Cove. This guy was arguing in the back of the room. Said, "God, you know, I've been here all this time, and you know, people, you know, I've ministered to people, led them to the Lord, right." And he said, how can I go up there like that? And he's arguing with God. At the same time, I'm arguing with God. And <laughs> he said, okay. Well, absolutely, actually, it was before this because he said, okay, if this is really you, you know, talking to God, he said, if this is really you, I want to do it right now. And he said, about that time, I just stopped right in front of me because that's where the Holy Spirit said, shut it down, give the invitation. You know, and I'm arguing with God. Amen. And he's like, what's going on? <laughs> You know, and I walked up there and I'm, I'm behind the podium and I said, someone here needs to receive the Lord right now. The Lord's been talking to you right now. And, and he's like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> 15 minutes into the sermon, this guy is shutting it down because I asked the Lord yeah. to. You know? So he could he had no excuse, you know. Oh, yeah, and, that... and I obeyed, and that's what resulted in it. Because I could, I mean, I was arguing with God. God, I got 45 minutes here, and this is a great <laughs> sermon, and I'm on a roll, you know. And it, it, but, but that showed me the importance of allowing the Holy Spirit to lead the conversation. It's just like yeah. I told you, you know, we just go until the Holy Spirit tells us, okay, shut it down. That, that's right. That's that, right. That's how I, I run every yeah. interview. It's the same yeah. way, you know? Yeah. And that's how we do it. Amen. Well, you know, immediately after, immediately after I accepted Christ, like I said, I wanted to do something. I wanted to be involved. And they had a, a, a church meeting and I was already in the uh, on the building and grounds committee that shows you how much I was into the church already mm -hmm. uh, and I was there and uh, they had a Facebook page but they had never done anything with it it was basically blank and I said you know well I'm, I'm fired up I want to get people to come in here to this church you know uh, could, could I take over the Facebook page and said sure you got it go and do it <laughs> I said well okay well I'm going to record the sermons then and I'm going to go ahead and put those on well I didn't realize that you couldn't put something out there if it you know maybe different now but without a video and we didn't have a camera you know so i was picking little slides and put running the video over the top of the slides and my my daughter one day said well dad have you ever heard of facebook live mm. no what's that well uh, long story short, took over the uh, video department. Uh, we had a, uh, the videos begin to run, and that that was that became my life for the next two years. Uh, Serious. I mean, Monday through Sunday, I was I was dedicated to it. You know, Amen. but uh, uh, it's it's been a growing thing for me. It's just you know I'm I'm inspired to do something. And when we moved uh, a couple of years ago, that. That was taken away from me, so I had to look for something else, and that's brought me to this to this point now. Amen. And when all this is going on, you were remarried then. Yes, I, I got remarried. Uh, let's see, it's been twenty-one years now. Amen. Um, my wife, uh, my wife now was also not saved. She followed me and uh, accepting the Lord uh, about six months after after I did, and Praise the Lord. so. Uh, very very happy about that. Uh, two grandkids. Uh, one of them uh, accepted the, accepted Christ at eight years old. Uh, the minister said, uh, "Well, you know, I don't really like you know, eight year olds. You know, it's kind of iffy." And I said, "Jim, just talk to him. Just talk to him, okay? I, I promise you. You know, just talk to him." And and as he did, he kept looking up at me. And after he's finished, he said, "I'm astounded." Uh, uh, so he was baptized. The the uh, now two years later, the other one has accepted Christ. So we have a Christian household here, and we're all proud Praise of the it. Lord. Amen, amen. And, and the Lord's blessed you with being able to start reconnecting with your other children. Uh, That's correct. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I, like I said, when I was with the airlines. Uh, I didn't pay them any attention, and I don't blame them for walking away. I wasn't a, I wasn't a great dad at all. Um, I did reconnect with my daughter. She was very accepting. She was the oldest, and uh, we have established a wonderful relationship. The uh, my oldest son uh, is now married, has kids, uh, and we are in the process of reconnecting. The youngest boy was in the military, uh, and he uh, he was uh, stationed in 
in Iraq and and in Korea as well. Saw some horrific things in Iraq. Had a, a a brother in arms die in his arms, and he suffers from a lot of uh, what do you call it? Uh, Post traumatic right. And so he's he's harder to get with. He's he, I, I, he's he's pretty hard uh, hardened. And I'm working on it. I'm doing. I'm doing my best. But you know, I'm working on it through, through the other kids. You know, uh, apologizing, telling him, you know, about how I cheated him because I didn't give him the same the, the same type of upbringing that my folks gave me, uh, and really ground him in Christ. And I yeah. uh, asking for his forgiveness and for the opportunity to make things right. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm waiting. God, uh, you know, yeah. I always say God's got three answers, you know, yes, no, and not yet. And right now I've got a not yet, and, uh, but it'll, it'll come. I, I, have, I have faith in the Lord. Yep, amen. And, and the Lord's blessed you with being able to raise your two grandchildren now. You know, what are your thoughts on, on having this second chance at child raising? That's exactly what I call it, a second chance, because the with my children, I did not ground them in Christ, and that is something that's really hard for me to live with. And to have this second chance that the Lord has given me to be able to raise kids the right way in the church, uh, surrounded with the Bible, making sure that they come up the right way and understand the right things. It is a beautiful thing, and I, I, I treasure every single moment. And I, I praise God. I give Him glory. I give Him the thanks for that because it is truly a second chance. Amen. And, uh, Amen. and with what you shared with me in preparation for today's interview, one of the quotes you said was, the problem was too easy to see. You were deciding your path, not asking the Lord for direction. Can you explain that? Right. Well, as I said, what, what I, I was trying to find a way to serve the Lord. So the very first thing that I did is like, okay, well, I'll set up a, uh, a nonprofit organization. And I will take the, you know, I'll take these donations and I'll send it to, to people, uh, ministries, uh, churches. What, you know, they don't have to be really established or anything. I made some connections in Kenya, you know, people excited down there. Um, and the, within, I'm going to say within a month, two months of the time that I kicked off the nonprofit, and you know, and you know what it takes to 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 begin a nonprofit. Yeah, this isn't something they just give away. Okay, right, exactly. so anyway, I I began to put everything together. And within two months of the time that I went live, and we were just beginning to take in a few dollars, maybe $40, $50, that's it, okay? COVID hit. Mm. And when that happened, you talk about everything just drying up. People were trying to survive. They did not have time for nonprofits, and that went under. And so I, I was trying anything. I, I tried to, uh, because of my video work, I said, okay, well, I'll come up with a video system for churches. Uh, I know how to do this. I know how to make it really cheap. You know, I, instead of going out and spending twenty, thirty thousand dollars, $30,000, I can get a church going for five hundred to 1000 You know, I'll, I'll sell that. Well, that didn't take off either. And okay, I'm I'm at a loss. What you know? What is it that I'm supposed to do? And then I found podcasting, and 
here's what led me to podcasting. This little thought popped in my mind. The way things are going in the world, the rapture is teed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are there. And in my opinion, I, I spend a lot of time in, in the books of, uh, of Isaiah and Ezekiel. And we are teed up. I'm watching things as they unfold. And so the thought that popped in my mind is there's a last one. Somebody on this earth right now is walking around that has not accepted Jesus Christ yet. And when that person accepts Jesus Christ, it is my opinion, I'm not a prophet, but that is my opinion that the moment that that person known only to God, let me emphasize that, a person known only to God, when that person accepts Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, that person is in for just an incredible experience because they're going to accept Christ. And at the moment they accept Christ, they're going to meet him in the air. Yeah. Just that quick. There's got to be a last one. You yeah. think about it. There has yeah. to be a last person to accept Christ before the rapture. And when that occurs, the rapture occurs. That's the premise of the last Christian awesome. podcast. And so we are walking people through the book of Ezekiel and trying to compare that with the current events going on and saying, we're close, people. Time is running out. You know, give it some thought. Amen. What doors have opened for you since starting your podcast? Oh, boy. You? uh, (laughs) Just as one. But the the thing is, is that... um, with everything else I tried, there was not any movement, nothing. There wasn't any kind of significant progress that that I could see. And with the podcast, we're getting uh, a, a lot of movement all across. Uh, I'm getting tremendous responses. It's been picked up by every major uh, podcasting platform, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I'm getting a lot of comments, a lot of feedback. Some people want to argue with me about the last Christian concept. That's fine. I love that. Uh, But it's just on a fast track. This has never been about money for me. Uh, I'm retired. Mm -hmm. I've got the time. It's never been about money. It's always been about can I do something to serve? Can I do something that will cause just one person to think just one person, and if just one person thinks, accepts, and goes out, I'll never know them, or probably not. But if one person does it, then it, it's a success for me. And it feels right is the, is the most important thing I can tell you, Brother Bob. It Amen. feels right. Amen. And, and that's how, you know, the, I got started, you know, with everything going on in my life and, and you know, the, the injury that I had that ended up in a medical retirement. So my income was taken care of. I didn't have right. to worry about, you know, pulling money from the ministry to live and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, just the fact that I had the time now mm-hmm. dedicated, you know, it started with me as we shared in our conversation, you know, begin a weekly 30 minute online radio program. Today right. they call it a podcast. You know, mm-hmm. I had no idea what a podcast was. No, I didn't know there was between podcast and webcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Lord spoke to me in terminology I could understand. It was your own 30-minute online radio program. And that ended up being picked up you know, by a, a major Christian radio conglomerate. And, and I was on nationwide radio where I learned all the details of running all this <laughs> stuff. And it was, you know, that was my learning. That was my schooling. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and then, you know, having our own radio station and meeting great people like you and, you know, just other broadcasters and, and some major ministries, I've got to meet with them and, and, you know, they're on our radio program or radio station as well. But that led to the podcast. The podcast that we're doing right now actually starts away from me to interview these broadcasters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it's grown exponentially since then and has become an integral part of the ministry. But, you know, to, to say that I did this would be completely wrong, you know, uh-huh. because this is something the Lord is using me to do. Because, you know, like my son-in-law, he's our IT guy. And if I'm speaking at a church or something, usually he'll go along and, and run the video camera and stuff because we try to record this stuff. And I give him props every chance I can because I tell him this is not really my ministry. You know, if it wasn't for him, none of this would be taken. <laughs> none. And I say, I'm just the voice, you know, behind the microphone. But, but believe me, he's the one that you know, when we had technical issues, I explained to you uh, where our pre-conference call, you know, that, you know, it would just have me flabbergasted. Well, it got fixed. And it wasn't me that fixed it. You know, I was ready to go buy a new computer and just start all over. You know? <laughs> but, but, as I say, you know, it, this is, you know, when the Lord called me to this, you know, if he just showed me 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever it is now, that this is what you're going to be doing. Right. I'd have turned around and run the other way. Oh, yeah, me too. There's no way. This this, this was not in my plans uh whatsoever and you know when, when the podcast came along and the way that that developed and then getting in touch with you and then discovering the radio show okay well that branches off and now you know i'm now i'm not an ordained minister i make that very very clear to everybody i'm not an ordained minister i am simply a, a christian on a mission Amen. and so what i did is i teamed with a uh Pastor, uh, he doesn't like to be called a pastor. He likes to be called a, a biblical teacher. But I, you know, I, I teamed with with another guy that will be on this uh, radio show on on Evangelism TV or Evangelism Radio, and and um, we're working on the TV uh, part. Yeah, well, good. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I I I got a face made for radio, so we're 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 a little uh, yeah. Stole my line. But you know, um, he he's very good because of the fact that he can call up scripture right away in his in his head and be able to point where I've got to do the Google search. I know I know this is out there. I know it's there, but I'm not exactly sure where it is in the Bible. Well, he can do that. So it it uh, we 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 can play off of each other. Uh, to the best advantage of a radio uh, show yeah. and uh, be able to to get the message out there right. So Amen. Amen. anyway, that's that's kind of where it's gone. Let me ask you this because we mentioned Ezekiel thirty eight. You know, I sure. see, I see personally, I see in the spirit Ezekiel thirty eight beginning to come to pass right now. Oh, absolutely. What, what do you believe will occur first? I believe Damascus, the destruction right. of Damascus. Yes, I am very much. I am very I much on the. Well, I think that that is what triggers everything. The way that, it, that the way that things are going right now in Russia, you are seeing, or, or in Ukraine. I'm sorry, is that you are seeing that Russia is doing all this stuff in Ukraine, and what is the world doing? The world is doing absolutely nothing but talking complaining, setting off sanctions. Well, Russia lives on oil, on natural gas, and on coal. 
And in Israel, Israel has probably the one of the largest, if not the largest, supply of uh, natural gas and oil in the world. They sell it at one-third of the price of anywhere else in the world. And Russia's being cut off. People are not buying Russian oil all of a sudden. And it's going to start hurting their economy. Well, what do they do? How do they fix that? They take care of the competition. Because Israel is, Israel is selling their oil to Egypt, and then Egypt is selling it to the world. Now, when Russia figures all this out, they're going to come calling. Now, I believe that, I'm not sure who's going to do it, but I believe that Damascus is next on the agenda. That's the next prophetic thing that will happen, that when that city is destroyed, the nations around it, no matter who actually did it, are going to blame Israel. And that gives the opportunity for that coalition to come together and to march toward Israel north, east, south, and west in such force that there is no way they can survive. Well, that coalition you're talking about is, I mean, look at it. Russia is linking up with China. Both of them are linking up with Iran. Those are, you know, the army of 200 million from the east. Russia coming from the north and Persia, which is now right. Iran, coming from right. the south. Right. And, and now they're all teamed up in an alliance. Right. And Iran, Iran is so close to having a nuclear weapon. And, you know, uh, we, we won't get into politics, but, the, right. but the, the, the thing is, is that the way that things are set up right now, there is nothing really standing between Iran and going ahead and completing their mission of getting uh, those nuclear weapons and israel can't let that happen so my overall impression is is that israel is going to do something soon with iran to take care of the possibility of of anything going on uh, with their nuclear weapons and that some way or another uh, you know i'm not a prophet but some way or another they're going to come about the destruction of damascus to uh, fulfill prophecy there the world points at Israel, says, you're the problem. The nations gather together, and the United States sits back and says, you're we problem. protest, but you're on your own. Because the Bible says that nobody comes to their, comes to their aid. You know, and, it, you know, you say, well, some people say, well, the United States isn't going to do that. <clears throat> Let's just look at uh, Afghanistan, right. Ukraine. Yeah, there's right. two examples, recent uh, well, examples know, in the last year. In the, la- in, in the last, uh, let's say, six years, there, there would have been, well, I can't say that. Before uh, uh, President Biden came into office, there is no way, there is no way the United States would have sat idly by and let something right. happen to Israel. But I, I don't think that this administration or our government right now has the has the stomach for war i don't think that we have the uh i I think that that they want to sit back uh and not take any action and that's exactly what russia needs you know russia's poking right yeah they they know so in in addition to your podcast you know yes we said we're going to be helping you reach the world with the gospel through your own live not pre-recorded but live <laughs> radio program right you. right and we'll be starting that program very very soon and probably at the time of this recording when it's published in fact folks you may be able to catch joel williams on the radio at the time you're listening 
to this interview right now. Praise God. Right, and, and Joe, Amen. If I'm not mistaken. I think your program will be aired live uh, Tuesday, right. Thursday, and Saturdays from 8.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, sir. Right. Uh, we, we hope to kick off on on May the 3rd, I believe it is. I think that's, I think that's the... Uh, the actual quick. date. Yeah, it's coming up real quick. And, and what about your podcast? How can someone listen to that? Oh, well, our podcast is every Wednesday, and we, we used to do it at 6. I've moved it to 7.30 to kind of better coordinate with the radio broadcast to get Amen. people used to the to a 7.30 time frame. But that podcast can be found on uh, www.lastchristian.net. Uh, you can also look up The Last Christian on just basically any of the uh, major uh, podcast platforms. And... Uh, it is a program which is designed to, to show how Scripture and world events are quickly coming together and to make people think that, you know, if you're not a Christian, think about it, you know, yeah, and, and uh, just look at it. Read the Bible. Go to Ezekiel 38. Go to Isaiah 17. Start looking and find uh, for yourself that things are happening very quickly at warp speed very I mean very very fast uh, uh, just as the Bible foretold amen amen and if someone wanted to get in touch with you to, to ask a question etc how can they do that how can someone get in touch with you and find out more information on all that you have going on they can write me directly and I'll, I will I will respond to them directly my name uh, my email is JD. Williams at lastchristian.net. Amen. Amen. I'll put all the down the show notes and the links to it all down the show notes below. Folks, it never ceases to amaze me how the Lord will take someone from the depths of despair, their life broken, seemingly going nowhere fast, and then use them for his glory once they come to realize they can't do it on their own any longer. He'll do the same for you. I mean, I lived that life. Joel Williams lived that life. You've heard Amen. others on this program sharing how they lived that life. And Joel and I are here to tell you, you don't have to go through the heartache and hardship to come to, to the place where the Lord can use you. All you have to do is seek his face, repent of your sins, and give your heart to Jesus. In fact, Joel, if someone's listening to us right now and is being moved in that direction, would you do the honor of leading them to the Lord's throne of grace and mercy right now? Oh, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Lord, please, please, I ask in your name that if someone out there is lost, wondering, confused, Father, speak to them. And to that individual, please, please see for, see for yourself the the glory and the grace that can come from this great God. Father, you have given this nation nothing but the best, and this nation has turned its back on you, and I, I pray that you help to bring us back, yes. bring us back together again, and begin to live in, in your spirit. Father, please forgive this nation, and please, I ask in, for peace in the city of Jerusalem and in, and in Israel. Father, if this has helped in any way, I give you the glory because it is through you that I do what I do. And I hope, I pray that something I say might help someone out there. Amen. 
Father, thank you for this opportunity. And just help me to do everything that I can for the rest of my life to serve you. And I ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Folks, if you prayed that prayer with Joel Williams, reach out to him. Let him know. Use the links down below to get in touch with Joel, to listen to the podcast, and be sure to tune in to evangelismradio.com from 8.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday to be blessed by Joel Williams' podcast, The Last Christian Podcast. Amen. Just use the links down below. Joel, we're all out of time for today, man. Man, I got to get this clock fixed. I think it's running fast. Joel Williams, myself, this past about reminding you again, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.